Welcome back to Hit The Court Stories. On this episode, we're going to talk about nerves. And basically, I was asked this question by one of my students recently on how do you not, well, essentially, how do you shake off the nerves, right? So when you're playing in the middle of a match, when you're at that 40-15 match point, game point, and there's that moment where whether you're serving or returning, where some of some of the nerves start getting up on you a little bit. And I thought this was actually a really important question to to answer and to address. And unfortunately, at that particular moment when I was asked this question, I wasn't able to. So now I'm coming onto the podcast to talk about it and and share uh, how I how I dealt with my nerves and and how I think most players should deal with their nerves. And it, it, it's actually a really simple concept that takes a little bit of practice to make happen. And, and and here's the answer. To deal with nerves, you need to understand on a very, very deep level that whatever moment that you're in, whether it's 40-15, whether it's match point, game point, break point, set point, on a very, very deep level, you need to understand that this is the reason why you are playing the sport. This is the reason why you train so hard and you work so hard and you put yourself out there to get to this point. And 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 really what what that all means is is basically saying in this particular situation, these quote unquote stressful situations, this is actually what you want. You you've been you You've been working and training, and it's all been leading up to this moment. And you can't wait to have this moment. I think a lot of kids actually shy away from that. I think a lot of kids think about those match point and big point situations. And they think, I don't want to be in that situation. But but hold on for a second. Then why are you playing the sport competitively? And, 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 and you know, for me, I, I grew up with... Uh, very strict immigrant parents, and I was told that uh, if you got if you had attention drawn upon yourself, that was a bad thing. And so for the longest time, I thought being in in big situations and operating uh, very loud and very proud and 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 being boisterous and and being loud with my voice, like I, I for the longest time I thought that was a bad thing. And when I was going through my competitive junior tennis years, um, I didn't want to draw attention to myself. I conducted myself in a very, very quiet manner. Uh, it just was not the way that I was brought up. I, I was brought up to, to, to be seen, but not always to be heard. And again, it's not. I'm not trying to say anything about my parents or anything like that. It's just the way that I was raised. I love my parents to death. I thought they. I actually think that the way I was raised was absolutely perfect. Um, because it set myself up on this incredible journey. But I, I digress. But the point is, it wasn't until much, much later on, m well past my college years, well past my competitive uh, playing days, when I, when I realized, and I looked back, because I was, I was looking back and taking stock of, of my career up until that point in, in, in tennis, and I, and, I, and, and I realized that whenever I wrote quote unquote rose to the occasion whenever i played my best points whenever i played my best tennis i was enjoying the moment i was having so much fun and then the times when i had the most heart-wrenching losses i remember telling myself i didn't want to be there 
and so nowadays I, when I tell my students and when I talk to my students about their nerves and how to deal with it, the, the, the one thing I'm going to say to them is you need to understand that this is what you want. And you, and, and more importantly, as the player, you have to really believe that. You have to really, really believe it, and you've got to accept it if you want to play competitive tennis. And that's just the first step, right? The first step is accepting that this is what you want. And once you've accepted that, then you can start to actually, well, then you can actually enjoy the moment, enjoy it, because you know you're you're at this this incredible inflection point where you're either going to win, lose, and it's going to come down to basically maybe a little bit of luck, but definitely a heck of a lot of skill. And that's just such an incredible, magical moment. But once you have that down, then you can actually start focusing on some of the other things that you're supposed to be focusing on, such as, okay, for example, uh, okay, how am I going to you know, win this point? Right? Then you can start focusing on uh, how do I position myself? Where do I need to stand? When, when, when you see pros and when you see the, the players on TV and you got like Rafael Nadal, for example, Nadal's like doing his, his rituals, he's doing his things, he's jumping around, he's doing, he's, what he's doing is he's, he's, he's going through these rituals to help bring in his focus. He's doing these rituals to help ramp up his intensity and get him in the moment because because ultimately that's the once he gets into that moment he, he he's he's right at home and so he loves to be in that moment so he needs to find ways to get himself into that moment to help him focus and help him realize that this is exactly you know this is exactly what i signed up for and and so my advice to anybody who who is dealing with nerves in the big moment and the, on the big points, my advice to anyone who's out there, who's listening to this and, 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 and they're realizing, Oh, I just get so tight. I just get so tight on those big points. Well, step number one, accept it, embrace it, come to the realization that you do everything that you do. You work so hard for that. And that's exactly where you want to be. That's that, that, that's what you want. You want to play those big points. You need to play those big points. Right. And, and, and that's, that's gotta be the first step, right? That's gotta be the first step is accepting that. And then the next step after that, what you need to do is you need to, to, you need to say to yourself, okay, now that I'm here, right? What am I going to do? What do I need to focus on? You know, what, what's my opponent been doing? Do I need to step up? Do I need to do this? And then your, your mind is a lot, is freed up to, to actually think about the things that actually matter. And so when you're able to, you know, when you're able to do those steps, when you're able to achieve those steps, then it all comes together. Then you play the point. Now, what I want everyone to realize, anyone who's listening, is I, I want you to realize that this takes practice. And so when you're on the practice court or you're playing a practice match, you want to, you want to do everything you can to try to recreate that feeling, that sensation, that thought process. So that when you get into a match, you know how to take yourself into that zone, that special place where you're like, yes, this is what I want. This is where I want to be a part of. And, 
and you can visualize that, right? So you can use different techniques to help you help you get into that zone. And once you are able to get into that zone, even in the practice situation, then it's going to be much easier to do once you get into the match situation. I think I see too many kids uh, play practice matches as if they're just another drill, as if it's a chore that, oh, I have to do this because that's how I'm actually going to become better. I got to say this. This is a huge misconception uh, where, where par- a lot of parents and kids think, oh, I need to play more practice matches to not be nervous in, in a real match. And that's just not true. You can play a million practice matches, but if you don't understand that it's those moments that you're playing for, well, it doesn't really matter. You're still going to get tight on those big point situations. Because no matter what, a practice match just isn't going to feel like a regular match. So mentally, you have to prepare yourself. Mentally, you need to create the scenario where 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 it's where you're telling yourself, "Okay, it's 40-15." I'm about to I'm about to hold serve here. I'm about to break serve here. Okay, this is what I'm playing for. Here we go. I'm I'm ready. I'm ready. This is exactly what I'm looking to do. And 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 I'm going to do this. I'm going to execute it. So the the main takeaway from again from all of this is again, accept it. Accept and 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 understand, come to the conclusion that 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 you've trained and worked so hard to get to this moment. And you're and and you want it. You can't wait to play this point. Because ultimately, this is the reason why we play competitive tennis. We play for those 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 big special points that once you you know once you once you win it, it's just the, this overwhelming joy, this complete satisfaction. And if you lose it, well, that's the great thing about the sport. There's always going to be another moment. If you're up 40-15 and you lose that you lose that point, great. Now you're at 40-30. Try it again. Anyways, so that is going to that's going to be my advice to anyone who uh, who feels like they had they deal with a lot of nerves when they play. And and I and, and again, I strongly urge anyone who's listening uh, to actually uh, to to go through those steps, to really go through those steps and and once they've accomplished accepting it, and once they've accomplished being able to, to think clearly in those pressure situations on what they need to do, then they should be practicing it in, in, in a practice match setting and trying to recreate that feeling, uh, with, you know, whether it's through visualization or whether they are uh, just pretending uh, you you just have to be able to do it in a practice match situation. Practice match situation. Otherwise, uh, you're never really going to be able to to prepare uh, for a real match situation. It just it it's it's all mental. It's all part of the mental game, the the, the psychology of the sport, um, and it and it really shows. It really shows. I I was somebody who who rarely played practice matches, but when I did. My regular practice, though, with my with my with my coach, I just did my regular lesson. I was always visualizing as if there. Were, I was always visualizing as if there was an opponent across the net. I was always pretending like it was a forty fifteen situation, and I really needed to hit this one short angle in order to pull my opponent off the court. 
and so that you know, that's one thing that a lot of kids, a lot of my students ask me. They all ask me, "Oh, coach, coach Josh, how many times do you practice a week?" And I said, oh, "I practice twice, twice a week. That's all my parents could afford, and that's all the time I could afford." And they said, "Well, how how did you get so good?" And and a lot of coaches, you know, a lot of people will say, you know, if, if they, oh, he just he took he took he took his time seriously, you know, he he made use of his time. Yeah, but that doesn't really explain what I did. Really, again, what I did was I practiced being in the moment. I practiced pretending like I was in that pressure situation. Really, I was like pretending I was in that pressure situation so that when the time came, you know, that weekend or, you know, the, the next week when I was playing, whether it's a level one, a level five, it didn't really matter. I was already mentally prepared. I, you know, I was already thinking to myself, this is what I'm playing for. This is this moment right here. This is exactly what, I, what I've been training myself up for. Anyways, thank you so much for listening. Uh, if you really enjoyed this content, I hope you share it. If you uh, agree with it or disagree with it, love to hear your thoughts on it. You can leave a, leave a comment. Um, but uh, th- that's going to be the end for today's podcast. Um, again, as always, I'm going to try to produce as much content as I can, try to share as many stories as I can. Um, I know this time I didn't really share that you know, a specific story. I just kind of shared some general experiences, um, from back when I was younger in training. But, uh, again, I'm going to continue to share stories, hopefully through these stories, uh, they, you as a listener get something out of it. Hopefully you can uh, learn from it in some shape or manner or apply it to some part of your life. Um, again, that's, uh, that's why we're doing these, uh, that's why we're doing this series. So thank you so much for listening and, uh, stay tuned for, Uh, upcoming episodes of Hit the Court Stories.